Derek and Dale. America. Asking tough questions. USA. Welcome to the Derek and Dale Show. I'm Derek. And I'm Dale. Let's get right to it. Here on the Derek and Dale Show, we are cutting through the truth. We are reporting in a way you won't see on the lamestream media, and we are back. That's right. Uh, Dale, we were deplatformed a little bit, just like Donald Trump was, for speaking too much truth, I think, um, as well as a couple of uh, threats that you used under our username. That's um, true. Apparently violating some of the uh, community guidelines. Uh, yeah, terms of service, of, the TOS. Yeah, right. We we have been persecuted, but we are uh, rising up. Yes. And today is a very special day on the Derek and Dale show. We are going to do a Derek and Dale deep dive into the life and not the death of John F. Kennedy Jr., who I thought died in a plane crash in 1999. But Dale is going to tell me that Maybe I was wrong about that assumption. That's right. A lot of us have done our own research, gotten on the web, gotten into the deep, dark web, uh, mm-hmm. found some actual sources, some untainted, unbiased sources wow. uh, who don't have ulterior motives and have given us the truth. So I'm going to share uh, some of what I've learned. All right. Well, before we get into that, Dale, how are you doing? How are you doing today? You know, I'm doing good. I uh, am in a motel here off the highway. I think you know which one. I don't like to, to share. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Uh, which one, but uh, I'm here for my- It's a flea my... bag. It's a flea bag motel is the, That's is what, the way I That's what you like it. to say, but you know, this is- Well, you get the bites and this you, is my you get them in the van. You get life. the fleas in the van. Yeah, right. that's your life. That's true. Uh, and how are you doing, Derek? Oh, thanks for asking. I'm doing okay. You know, I I got into a little bit of an argument with my wife last night. It was actually about the podcast. Uh, Most of our arguments are actually about the Derek and Dale show. She wanted me to to pick up Ivanka from school at 3 p.m. And I I told her, I put my foot down. I said, hey, 3 p.m., that is when we record the Derek and Dale show. That is when we have an idea of what the news cycle is. And and just for you listeners out there, he's talking about his daughter, Ivanka, not Ivanka Trump. Correct. 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 Uh, I'm talking about my daughter, Ivanka, my beautiful daughter, Ivanka. Now, Ivanka Trump, I, I, if, if you're out there, if you're listening, I don't know if you're a listener of the Derek and Dale show, but if you are, we would love to have you on the podcast. I mean, we we would love to chat. Well, well, I would love to chat with you. Dale will, will, will be on the line, probably mute himself and turn the video off. Right, Dale? You're not going to, you wouldn't talk to Ivanka Trump, right? You wouldn't make an exception for that? I might just put the mic up to my lips and kind of breathe heavily, right. but I wouldn't right. actually speak. Uh, that is a decision I've made when I, I'm sticking to. Uh, I am an, an incel. Yeah, for the, for, the, for the listeners out there, Dale is what's called an incel, an involuntary celibate. He doesn't talk to women. I mean, it goes without saying he's not having sex with women, but he doesn't talk with them. He hasn't talked to women in, in what, over 10 years at this point? Over 10 years. Uh, and it, yeah. it's involuntary, or it was at first, uh, meaning I really wanted uh, companionship, mm-hmm. uh, both physically and emotionally. Uh, right. They did not want that with me in return. Um, yes. But now it's it's more of a choice. I don't think that they are good people. I think that you can end up with an empty bank account, an empty Mm. heart, and uh, some children that are going to mooch off of you and disrupt your time on the Derek and Dale show. Derek knows all about that. Well, you haven't been talking to women for 10 years, and I think you've already got an empty bank account. So you don't have to worry about anyone stealing any any money. You're staying at Fleabag Motels. 
But enough about our personal lives, right? I mean, let's let's get right into it with the news of the week. News of the week. All right, this is Derek and Dale's News of the Week. Our top story tonight, Donald Trump recorded a video message for Ashley Babbitt's birthday. Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed when she tried to break into a hallway in the Capitol where lawmakers gathered on January 6th. Trump said, quote, there's no reason Ashley should have lost her life that day. We must all demand justice for Ashley and her family. So on this solemn occasion, we must celebrate her life. We renew our call for a fair and nonpartisan investigation into the death of Ashley Babbitt. And Dale, I totally agree, right? We need to investigate the death of Ashley Babbitt, right? Absolutely. We need uh, bipartisan investigation into Mm -hmm. why she died, how she ended up there. Yeah, exactly. We need to find out who told her to be there. Because I have a hunch that she would not have been in the Capitol had someone not told her to be there, right? So if we can find the person that told her to be there, they need to be locked up. They need to throw away the key. That person needs to go in prison. And it's always uh, looking upstream, I find, Mm -hmm. to get to the truth, to get to the facts. There are people in power pulling the strings, puppet masters. And Ashley Babbitt, I guess, was probably, you'd say, one of the puppets. She was a puppet. Yeah. Was the master. Uh, I, I think we really need to find this out. And I think, as Derek said, to uh, lock him up, throw away the key, because this is essentially murder by um, gun. I mean, I guess you'd have to yeah, say. Yeah, you it was, could say it was, yeah, she was shot. So it was yeah. murder by gun for sure. Um, and, and I want to know who it was. You know, was it Antifa? Was it uh, BLM, Black Lives Matter? We, we don't know. We don't know who told her to be there, but I have a feeling whoever it was is, is not a good person. Our next story, Goldman Sachs said this week that home prices will continue to soar well into next year, predicting that prices will climb another 16% in 2022. Now, Dale, you are a homeowner, right? Um, are, are you happy that you, you got your home when you did? I couldn't be more relieved that I got my home when I did. I, I don't think this is a bubble. I think, as you just said, it's going to continue trending in that direction. The fact that I have a home, a, a safe place to sleep that I own at a time like this, when so many people don't have that sort of security under the Biden administration. Right. Right. I do have that and I appreciate it. And I, I trust and how the is, value how, of that home's going up. Now, now, um, how much did you pay for your home? If you don't mind me asking, I know that's a personal question, but. Well, the, the home was donated, was a, was a free home to me. And uh, once you start, you know, once you live somewhere long enough, it, be, it kind of becomes yours. Um, and that is, are you, are you speaking legally, like you've done your research on the laws, or is this just something you're hoping? I'm speaking in terms of how it seems obvious to me. You know what I mean? Oh, As the uh, inhabitant yeah. of this home, I, I think it seems obvious. I have a kind of a, a lousy neighbor, I would say, someone who hassles me on a regular basis, trying to uh, make my life in my home difficult. But hey, I'm happy. You know, and uh, as a point of clarification for the audience, Dale's home is actually my wife Caitlin's van, her Dodge Caravan, um, and they are currently in a heated legal dispute about the ownership of said caravan. And um, I think my wife actually does has a pretty strong claim, considering she paid for it, and it's hers, and the title is in her name. Uh, but that is an issue between these two parties that I am not going to get involved in. 
I'm, you know, my wife is my family and Dale is my business. We do the Derek and Dale show together. And I, I told my wife and I told you, Dale, I'm not going to get involved. You know, I'm not, this is not something I'm going to concern Honestly, myself. I with. wish you would get involved. Okay. I wish you would All pick right. the side that is, is obviously the one to pick. I do want to get back to the news a little bit. The, sure, the yeah. housing uh, market is, is hot, hot, hot. Prices mm-hmm. are rising. So is the used car market. That oh. has been uh, one of the uh, biggest surprises, I would say, of the pandemic are that, well, the pandemic, that car <laughs> prices continue to rise. So I have a home and a car, and both but, of the values of those things are going way, way up. And I'm sorry that Caitlin is mad. All that aside, I think the real source of tension here is not Caitlin or, or you, for that matter. I think it's it's the rising gas prices. It's affecting you. It's it's putting you a little bit more on edge because that's your heating, that's your cooling, that's how you get around in your home. And ever since Joe Biden took over, the gas prices are going up. So in, in a way, this is all Joe Biden's fault. Wouldn't you oh, agree? Absolutely. Dale? I yeah. think it's it's definitely Joe Biden's fault. It gets cold in Allentown in the wintertime. Now, if yeah. I run out of gas, I'm running the heat. I'm blasting the heat in my home. I run out of gas. I freeze to death. So at some point, something's right. got to give. Now, who's the bigger pain in my ass, Joe Biden or uh, or or your wife, Caitlin? I honestly I couldn't say for sure. Um All right. Well, thank you, Dale. That was very well said. And I will take that into consideration. Our next story, there's a new documentary that's going to premiere soon called The Supporters that follows the life of two pro-Trump podcasters as they journey across the country with dreams of becoming Fox News primetime hosts. Now, we at The Derek and Dale Show are not going to recommend that you watch this film, and I'm putting big quotation marks in the air right now because I don't consider it a film. I consider it a hit job on the Derek and Dale show. Absolutely. Because the doc- it's propaganda. Yeah. They, uh, we invited them into our lives. We let these people film our every movement. And now they've put out this. this, uh, this it's a hit piece. This, this it's hit a hit piece. piece. And it's this unauthorized. We, didn't, we do not authorize this. Yes. An unauthorized piece of trash that they are trying to pass off as some sort of film, some sort of documentary about the Derek and Dale show. Um, and Derek, you did want to mention one disclaimer, though. The, yes, one disclaimer. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. They were kind enough to send a cut via email that I clicked on, and I, I just can't get it to play. And I, I don't know what the problem is. I am really bad with the internet. So, so the point is that it is unauthorized now, but we might watch it and like it, in which case it will be a completely authorized documentary on the Derek and Dale show. So that's right. that's it would be a something fully, to to. fully authorized right. uh, documentary on the Derek and Dale show entitled The Supporters. Yes. So please don't go and see it, but do go and see it if we authorize it. Yes. Okay. Very well said. Derek and Dale. Deep Dive. July 16th, 1999. John F. Kennedy Jr., son and namesake of U.S. President John F. Kennedy, radios into air traffic control at 8.38 p.m. He's about to take off from New Jersey's Essex County Airport, 21 miles west of Midtown Manhattan, bound for Martha's Vineyard. At 9.41 p.m., unknown until subsequent official investigations, Kennedy's plane crashes nearly nose first into the dark, cold Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Martha's Vineyard. 
The official investigation by the National Transportation Safety Board concluded that Kennedy fell victim to spatial disorientation while he descended over water at night and consequently lost control of his small passenger airplane. At 2.15 a.m. on July 17th, the Kennedy family reported to the Coast Guard that the plane had not arrived. By 4 a.m., the United States Coast Guard began a search and rescue operation. On July 19th, fragments of Kennedy's plane were found. At 11.30 p.m. on July 20th, the plane's fuselage was found by Navy divers who also found parts of the plane strewn over a broad area of seabed 120 feet below the surface, approximately seven and a half miles west of Martha's Vineyard. On the afternoon of July 21st, divers recovered the bodies of Kennedy and the Bissett sisters. It was concluded by the Coast Guard that all three bodies were near and under the fuselage, still strapped into their seats. The bodies were taken to the county medical examiner's office by motorcade. Autopsies on the evening of July 21st performed by the medical examiner found that all three had died upon impact. Wow, that is a really, really sad, sad story, Dale. Yeah, Thank it you is for sharing really, that. Really, really tragic, Derek. If it were true. Whoa, wait, what are you saying here? That's right. None of that was true. That's just what the lamestream media, and by the way, the lamestream media has existed a lot longer than you and I would like to believe. They had been lying to us all the while. Wow. If John F. Kennedy Jr. didn't die tragically in a plane crash with his wife and sister-in-law, then what really happened? Uh, You know, in the days following the incident, there were many, many theories surrounding JFK Jr., It was reported that a reporter from the Vineyard Gazette said that he saw a big white flash in the sky near where JFK Jr.'s plane went missing. So some people are thinking extraterrestrials, uh, aliens, uh, beings from another planet. E.T. Either responsible for his death or or for somehow taking him uh, in the night. So Uh, is that that the theory that you're going with? Is that that what happened there? It is not. That is not what happened. Uh, so that is said that's US, just some that's some whack job online making something well, you up. You have to exactly you have to remember yeah. that some whack jobs online. Some people are trying to mislead people about what happened. Uh, they'll say whatever just to get attention. Some and guy, another, some splooge dude there online is just making this up. Yeah, he a could jerk be writing off. it out of the writing it with the the jizz from his tissue or something yeah, like right. that. You know, some, something some, disturbing. Other people said the U.S. military and scientific community were prime suspects because JFK Jr.'s crash occurred at a similar time in the evening and exactly three years after the explosion of TWA Flight 800 off the coast of Long Island, not far away, in which 230 people were killed. Wait, so it was three years to the day of TWA Flight 800? Correct. Wow, that is a pretty big coincidence. So that's connected in some way to what happened there. People said that had to be connected in some way and that the military or scientific community uh, was involved. For what reason? We don't know. Again, these are whack job conspiracy theories. Oh, because this is not the, this is not the truth. Not this the is truth. just another one of the whack job conspiracy theories. And, okay. and, uh, and get a load of this one. Others believe that he'd been killed by the government in order to study his brain since the remains of his father's brain had apparently been lost during the autopsy process. I think this one is particularly far-fetched. Yeah, it's, it's particularly far-fetched because his brain was spewed all over Jackie Kennedy's face and dress. What did they do? Did it get lost in the dry cleaning or something? 
And the final uh, theory floating around at the time was that JFK's 1999 plane crash was orchestrated by the Clintons to prevent him from running for the New York Senate seat that Hillary Clinton would later win. So these people would argue that it worked. Hillary Clinton ended up winning that seat and she took JFK Jr. out so she wouldn't have to compete against him for it. I wouldn't put anything past the Clintons. They are so evil. I think they're so evil. Everyone always says they're so evil, and so I think they're so evil. Yeah, and thank goodness uh, Bill Clinton has come down with sepsis. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, sad news, but yeah. I don't wish death upon anyone, you know? No, I don't know what sepsis is. It's so, bad. I think it. Yeah. I think if you if you're diagnosed with it, I think something like ten percent of the people die. Wow. Uh, eventually, that speculation quieted down. For nearly twenty years, people wondered about the truth. Finally, things start to uh, become clear, because in April 2018, a Q drop surfaced, reigniting the case. Now, Q confirmed what many had already suspected: JFK Jr. was a casualty of the Clinton assassination squad. So it was the Clintons. It was the Clintons that killed him. That makes perfect sense. She won the that Senate seat. That is what Hugh said. I have to tell you that when you're starting to turn over rocks, it's not always the first story that is the true story. So Q saw that his drop was stirring digital soldiers into action. Everyone was out there on the web doing their own research, and the theory ended up morphing into something else entirely. Anons ended up discovering that JFK Jr. wasn't actually killed by the Clintons. In fact, he faked his own death. That's right, faked his own death in order to change the world decades later when the timing was right. Okay, so... That now we're hearing this is the truth now. We had a bunch That's of right. whack job conspiracy theories. Now we're actually hearing the truth, which is that JFK Jr. faked his own death with this plane crash in order to, to come back now. And, he's, and, and what's he doing now? What, what is he doing? Uh, is it behind the scenes or is, so, it, is he out there in the open? Let, or what's let going me on? take a couple. Let, let, me, let me just pick up where the story left off. Sure, right? sure. Yeah. Q would later state that Kennedy was, in fact, dead. But the Anons knew better. We all knew that we needed to read between the lines. Q doesn't always say exactly what he means, but rather he leaves breadcrumbs, right? Certain information that he wants you to pick up. So sometimes it'll literally be the opposite of what he says. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Maybe that makes sense, but uh, continue, I guess. So as we continued our research, what we concluded was nothing short of earth shattering. JFK Jr. had faked his own death in order to lay low until his dear friend Donald Trump was in a position to battle the dark forces at work. The very same dark forces that had killed his own father. Donald Trump would be his partner in exposing the satanic deep state cabal responsible for the evils of the world. Together, they would drain the swamp. Remember Trump talking about draining the swamp? Well, this was it. People such as George Soros, Leonardo DiCaprio. George Soros, who we should mention, is Jewish. People right. always say in the comments, you never mentioned that George Soros is Jewish. And he, he's Jewish, so get off our backs. We mentioned it. Get off okay, our we backs. mentioned it. Yeah. Don't put it in the comments. Um, right. So I have a question for you, Dale. So Donald Trump and and JFK Jr. are are working to, together right now after JFK Jr. faked his death. That's but when right. he was alive, wasn't JFK the Kennedys? Weren't they all big Democrats? 
They were. Am I making uh, that up? Or no, no, they were, and a lot of people think it's curious. Why would these two uh, be friends? Why would they have similar views on how things should be? Similar mm-hmm. political views. Well, JFK Jr. has been waiting and hiding to come back at the right time to avenge his father's death with Donald Trump. And I'll read you a quote directly from the mouth of JFK Jr. If you don't believe that they get along, you'll change your mind after this. Now, this was published in JFK Jr.'s George magazine a mere one month before his disappearance. Wow. He says, if my dear friend Donald Trump ever decided to sacrifice his fabulous billionaire lifestyle to become president, he would be an unstoppable force for ultimate justice that Democrats and Republicans alike would celebrate. Okay, so so he he had some nice things to say about about Donald Trump uh, a, a couple weeks before some he nice died. Nice things to say, Derek. He a, a month before he died, he says he would be an unstoppable force for ultimate justice that Democrats and Republicans alike would celebrate. That means it transcends politics and that Donald Trump is going to hold these people accountable. I mean, can, can you see it any other way? I guess I could see that, you know, maybe he's mentioning him a month before he dies. Wouldn't that make Donald Trump a, a suspect? Maybe he was behind this plane crash? Wasn't the Clintons? It was, it no, was, I like it was the Donald way you're Trump? thinking. I really do like the way you're thinking, but no. Oh, okay. Because Donald Trump is a good guy, Derek. Oh, he's Not a good a guy and the Clintons are back. Sorry. Yeah, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for correcting me. I right. appreciate that. As Anons got closer and closer to the truth, signs began emerging that we were close. We were dangerously close. A reporter for the National Enquirer began tweeting and talking about theory. Her name is Liz Crokin. And mm. when she started tweeting and talking about the theory, she came under intense pressure. There were hit pieces written about her. People were threatening her. People were attacking her over Twitter. She stated in response, the way that Q talks about JFK Sr. in the posts, it is with such love and passion. It makes me think that it is someone that is close to him. To me, if JFK Jr. faked his death and was alive, it would make sense that he was Q. That does make a lot of sense. You know, if if I faked my own death, 20 years later, the first thing I'd do is get on a message board with a bunch of anti-Semitic content and porn and put my thoughts out on there. Right? Exactly. Like that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So you're yeah. getting it. So not only has JFK Jr.'s return been in the works for approximately two decades, he's actually been communicating with us for years. Really? JFK Jr. is Q, or at the very least, communicating with Q very closely, coordinating the drops and coordinating the actions. If JFK Jr. was actually dead, there is no way he could have been communicating with Q. And that would mean that all of these people that have done this research— They've been kind of like wasting their time with this John F. Kennedy Jr. thing. And it would just be a, a totally embarrassing situation for them, which right. makes me uh, believe, a, you know, there's probably some truth exercise. to it. Right. Yeah. As an exercise to think, yes, of course, if you're involved in a movement that later was deemed to be totally fake. and you just Or just from the beginning. Life. I mean, not even later, because uh, people could say, hey, he's dead. Like the diver could have been like, I went and saw the body. Right. And then the family could have been like, I saw the body. And the so doctor theory, could have been like, I yes. did the autopsy. If yeah. that were true, this would be just an incredible waste of time. And I yeah. think myself and others like me would feel uh, would feel stupid. We'd probably just double down on it, right? Yeah, if but that was the case. it's almost not even worth thinking It's not even worth going down that road mentally. Real. Yeah, because you, you don't even need to, to worry about that because... You are you you are very sure in your in your convictions. Oh, absolutely. And, and I appreciate Plus, that. And if you start to think that way, you could get really depressed. You could lose yourself in the noise of self doubt. Right? 
Right. Just when some were losing hope uh, in the plan, which is what we like to call what Q has in store for us, holding all the evil people accountable, just when some people were losing hope, a miracle happened. JFK Jr. showed himself. What? Yes. John F. Kennedy Jr. has been seen in public. What? That's this is right. a huge story. You know, so, that, it's crazy. I haven't seen this been been. I guess the lamestream media just doesn't want to report on it. Or something. They don't want to share this news because it is too exciting. It is too groundbreaking. It is too earth shattering, and it's too true. You know, they are the fake news, so they are into sharing yeah. fake things. JFK Jr. has has lived under the pseudonym Vincent Fusca, a financial analyst who's been living in Pittsburgh for decades. And what a genius disguise it is. Derek, I want you to look up Vincent Fusca. Okay, Vincent Fusca. I'm looking up in image. Sorry. Okay, I, I haven't I, I haven't found the right guy, I don't think. I'm the guy I'm seeing um has like glasses and kind of a shaggy hair and looks very short and has like a kind of a dorky fedora well you know th things would change over 20 years right he basically looks exactly like you'd think jfk jr would in disguise how tall was how tall is was was john f kennedy jr because he was about this six guy looks one. okay let's say this guy's five six yeah so, so he's practiced kind of shortening himself uh over the years um and, okay. and he's actually even successfully made his face look quite different uh, so it is really an incredible disguise, and he is so committed to it. Yeah, I, I have to hand it to him. You know, if this is indeed John F. Kennedy Jr., it is a brilliant disguise because it no one incredible. in their right and mind I, would. I wish you wouldn't add the, the word person. "if" because I have done the research. I have dug and dug and dug. And this is well, JFK Jr. I'm going to be honest, Dale. I don't know how far we are into into our deep dive. I'm not convinced yet because if this is the guy, I mean, is he is he just hiding? Is he just in hiding? It, no, he, it, because if this is the guy, like, what, why do people even know who he is? You know, if he's if he's if he's hiding, like, why why did they? How did they find this guy? Vincent Fusca has been seen at Trump rallies, oftentimes behind Trump, near Trump. He'll be giving the thumbs up as if to say, uh, you know, the plan is in motion. Trust the plan. So Wait a he second. Is, I don't. Yeah. I'm, he shows up to Trump rallies. He does. He'll then, take so John F. Kennedy people, Jr., yeah. is he just like, is he on stage with him? No, he's not on stage. He just kind of shows up. People take selfies with him. And he won't so he's just in the audience, and people are convinced this guy's John F. Kennedy Jr. Because if I were John F. Kennedy Jr., and I faked my own death, and I've assumed a new identity, and I've been living in hiding for 20 years, why would I just go to, like, the crowd of a Trump rally if I'm not going to, like, reveal myself? as John F. Kennedy Jr. Like, it seems he's like you're putting all time. of your he chips on the table. But if I was biding my time, I wouldn't put happen. my... He wants everyone deal. to know to trust in the plan because you have to leave these breadcrumbs for the bakers. For this the is bakers not a bed... This That's not a breadcrumb, though. You're He's literally putting himself behind Trump it's at a, a rally. It's a breadcrumb for someone like me who's thinking, okay, who is this guy? Why does he look exactly like JFK Jr.? But he Let me I look mean, back into the death of JFK Jr., and one thing leads to another, okay. the dominoes fall, and now Vincent Fusca is showing up to Trump rallies and taking selfies with Trump supporters. Vincent Fusca has been hiding in plain sight, right in front of us for anybody who wants to see the truth. Now, I can tell you're a little skeptical, Derek, yes. so I want to read you a tweet from Vincent Fusca. Now, he's got about 140,000 followers. All right? I just want to say, I just want to say that I am not convinced. It doesn't make sense to me that this jamoke, for lack of a better word, is John F. Kennedy Jr., because it sounds like, from what I'm like reading with a very basic Google search, he has been working in the Pittsburgh area 
for over 30 years. You wanted me to do this research. I'm doing it. And okay. after you hear this next piece of research, you're going to want to swallow those words. Okay. Okay. This sure. is a tweet from Vincent Fusca. He says, surrounded by truth, you see them attack. Do they eternally want freedom intact? Disperse home as peace necessitates the act. Stuck with their choice and there's no turning back. Soon you'll be shown the Republic where we emancipate at. Wow. Okay. That was beautiful. No, I mean, I just, the way it rhymed, I think it was going for rhymes there, and the way it, it, it just like, it was just such a smooth, it was a poem, really, was what it was. It was, was. and a lot it was of poetry. People... And it reminds me a lot of uh, Ask Not What Your Country Can Do For You. You know, like it sounds like a JFKism. It sounds it, like his father a little bit, it right? It does. And it, wow. people say, well, this, why does he end it in a preposition and how it, it sounds so awkward at the ending? But I didn't hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I mean, it reminds me, you know, kind of like some of the poetry I'd have to write in like third and fourth grade when I wasn't a very good speller and I didn't really understand what poetry was and you tried and rhyme words because they like looked like they had the same ending right and to think that those kind of words could now be the evidence that we have for the future vice president of the united states who's been wait a second future vice president what are you talking about that's right derek this is all so that jfk jr can reemerge as donald trump's vice president the two of them will retake office Definitely in 2024, but probably before that. So John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come back and be vice president with Donald Trump? That's right. His dear friend Donald Trump, if you recall that quote earlier, he wanted Donald Trump to be president, and he wanted everybody to be held to account for their crimes. Wow. that It makes it makes perfect sense. You'd fake the plane crash because you could see the evildoers coming, coming behind you. You knew they were going to try and take you out. But you know what you're not going to do? You're not going to reemerge right away because that wouldn't make any sense. You're going to give it a good 22 years. You're going to go to Pittsburgh. Go to Pittsburgh. You're going to get a job as a financial analyst. You're going to grow your hair out long, a little past your ears, not quite Mm -hmm. to your shoulders. You're Mm going to buy a nice black fedora, nice black fedora, some black glasses, and you're going to get some black T-shirts, black pants, and black shoes, right? And you're just going to start going to Trump rallies. Go to Trump rallies, figure out a way to lose seven inches and go to Trump rallies. And you know what? It makes sense. It makes sense. You're sick of being the heartthrob. You want to look like kind of an ugly guy. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Honestly, Dale, for a while, I thought this was completely insane. But when I let my brain kind of marinate in all this stuff and only listen to you and nothing else for a little bit of time, that kind of became my reality. And I appreciate that because now I I kind of can look at the world in a totally different way. Absolutely. People can go do their own deep dives. All it takes is YouTube uh, and Gab and uh, and, uh, Getter. Getter, yeah. And Grindr. Frank Speech. Don't forget about Frank Frank Speech. Wait, did you say Grindr? You can find a lot of information on that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Well, Dale, is there anything else? Uh, if you go to Trump rallies, you will see a lot of Trump, JFK Jr. signs. Those are Trump as president, JFK Jr. as vice president. So the word is spreading that JFK Jr. will return and avenge his father's death. 
along with Donald Trump ridding the world of Democrats and Hollywood elites who are involved in a clandestine cannibalistic cult and who are responsible for the death of his very own father. Wow. Dale, I must say you have opened my eyes. And if you if you take a bunch of breadcrumbs and you shove them together and you add some glue, you got a piece of bread, okay? And you can eat toast because it's already hard. You just put some butter on there and it's, it's good. That's right. And, you teach and a man I, to fish, et cetera. Exactly. And, and I also just want to make it clear, you are not the only person to have these thoughts. These are basically the thoughts of many other people online that you're kind of bringing to the surface here. None of these this was really made up by you in any thousands way. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Mm-hmm. None of this was made up by me. This is the body of evidence that has many, many people convinced that JFK Jr. is back and that he never really left. He just lived in Pittsburgh for a while as Vincent Fusca. Well, Dale, thank you so much for that Derek and Dale deep dive on John F. Kennedy Jr. And we've got a lot to look forward to. It looks like we've got to look forward to a Donald Trump JFK Jr. presidency. And that's going to be special. That's going to be special when he when he comes out and, and as his running mate. And, you know, if it doesn't happen I, um, soon, I'll just keep on waiting because it, it, it sounds compelling. And now that I believe it, it's going to be hard for me not to. It's going to be hard for me to, to, to let go of this belief. So thank you for giving me this belief. That is it for this episode of The Derek and Dale Show. There aren't any other episodes up at The Derek and Dale Show now after our account was deleted um, because of some comments that Dale made. He's known for getting in the comments section and I guess for lack of a better term, doxing people, putting their address and their phone number or bunch of personal information. Bank and we used to save them on the hard drive, but Derek's uh, fucking wife, Caitlin, okay. don't put the hard drive in the toilet. And all right. That, that's all I the time for the Derek and Dale show. Until next time, I'm Derek. And I'm Dale. Let's get right to having a great week. So long, everybody. Freedom.